Welcome everyone to the social van. Feeling Kyle sick of the bullshit. So here they are, Reppin' C Plus. Ready to turn every podcast to dust. So sit down and shut the fuck up. Cause when and now, fuck your couch. Welcome everybody to the social van. Ladies and gentlemen, this is KMB, the sexy ninja in the place to be. Welcome to the Social Vent Podcast, brought to you by C Plus Studios. It is only me for this lovely Saturday of yours. Uh, but before we just jump on in, let's talk about Shutter. Shutter.com forward slash podcast. C Plus, you use that special promo code CPLUS. You get 30 days for free from us. And also cplusstudios.com for all your C plus needs. You can go there. You can go to the links of tpublic.com, our store, C plus 928, and go get yourself an awesome shirt. You can go there to go see what we're, what platforms we're on for you to listen to. Our YouTube is blowing up. I got that juggle vlog. We got Big Daddy Goes Deep. We got Jimbo's Playground. So much content. We also have a Patreon. It costs less than $5 for the T. Here, C plus soldiers all day, er day. You get content on there like you can't see this. The podcast, uh, it's uh, the relaunch uh, of from Wrestling Junkies to now. We have a great new uh, special add on for C plus. Her name's Melissa. She knows her. She knows her shit. We also have um, the Lost Zone, where it's episodes that won't even make it. You know, they didn't even make the cut, but we're giving them away on Patreon now for everybody on the C-plus soldiers tier. We also have uh, Fat or Whack that drops every Friday with a brand new song from me and me giving a little backstory to it. We'll pop up every once in a while on there to hang out. We're going to start doing live streams and we're going to just keep going and keep rolling. We just had our first live show, which you heard last week. Um, we also have exclusive Jimbo's Playgrounds coming soon, exclusive that juggle vlog a series that i have in my head that i'm ready to start recording and getting out there for you and we also have uh, uh big daddy goes deep we also have big daddy's book um you can go to amazon.com he goes poems and prose and take this book as you will uh it's just so much content from us we're just we're rolling baby we're rolling but i wanted to wait a week so last week you got the episode of our live show welcome to the madhouse now, it's been a week since Endgame, Avengers Endgame. I wanted to give everybody a week because I know everybody and their grandmother is seeing this movie. I just did a recent uh, recap of the movie with uh, Pop Flicks, where I'm a.k.a. Pop. Uh, me and Flicks went over the entire film together. It took an hour, and that's going to be on his YouTube channel where we're recalling everything. Lots of spoilers. There's going to be spoilers in this galore. But I wanted to talk, you know, this this is a review in a sense, but it's also my emotional reaction to it and how much this movie means to me because I was crying like a baby back bitch at the end of it. And just just put into context, you know, the the this movie means so much to me as a comic book 
person, as a moviegoer, as a family man, because this all goes to my wife sending me this beautiful picture. And I think I'm going to get a try to form it into a tattoo of some way or some sort. Um, it's this picture of this gentleman, this, this one person sitting in a, you know, sitting by himself, a guy sitting by himself and on the screen in 2008 is Iron Man, the first one. And then the second picture cutting to 2019 on the screen is Endgame with the same guy and his wife and his kid sitting there. And that just broke some emotional spark in me and thinking like 11 years of my life. Between these movies and all the crazy shit I've been through, you know, and, you know, I, I don't talk about it much, but during this, during that 11 year span, you know, before I got my family, I got my wife, I got my beautiful kid and my beautiful, you know, family, I got all of that. In that, you know, there was some crazy shit that happened. You know, I was working at the movie theater at the time when the first Iron Man came out. And I remember that specific moment of sitting there and, um, I forgot who's building the film. It's either my buddy, uh, my buddy Sean McFarlane, what up, yay yay, or my homie Appeal. Uh, they're building the film, and someone's like, "Hey, look, there's a whole end credit scene here. There's this whole scene at the end of the the, the credits." And I'm like, "What? That's crazy!" I got to actually sit down and uh, watch the premiere of the movie, and that movie upon itself is just fantastic. Just ugh. And I remember like everyone getting up and I'm like, yo, 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 hey, hey, there's something at the end. There's something at the end. You know, we watch and then you get that little glimpse of um, Fury saying, you stepped into a much bigger world, Tony. You've stepped in, you know, uh, let me tell you about the Avenger initiative. And I remember that wasn't supposed to be nothing, nothing. It was just a little bit of fanfare. You know, you kind of just salute your hat to this and then the ball kept rolling. And then all of a sudden, I remember just fast forward, you're there at the Avengers premiere. I'm there, you know, uh, I'm there with my, my soon, she's not, we were just friends at the moment. And, you know, our first movies, you know, no, we were together when, when the Avengers movie came out. Uh, we, um, started dating, when Thor came out, well, no, we didn't start dating. We we're just friends. When Thor came out, then of course, you know, as relationships go, but it's just crazy thinking about it. In between that time, a lot of shit went down in my life. And I just thought about it. And this 11 year span of where I was then to where I am now, I'm a better person. Now I got the podcast going. We got all the stuff. We got the joke, you know, just thinking all that, not trying to cheap plug anything or some shit like that but just thinking about all of it and I don't talk about this as much but because that little picture that little mean picture whatever alone brought up so many memories that I had to deal with in this 11 year span just fucking floored me and how it all connects to these movies you know the MCU means so much to me and it's not I don't really talk about this as that much but I tried to kill myself uh, I had a really bad relationship and the relationship broke off. We we're still living together and I tried to kill myself. And, you know, that was probably one of the lowest moments of my life. And I got thrown back to, um, to the reservation to go live with my grandparents during this time because, you know, I wasn't emotionally stable to be in Flagstaff and all that started popping up. And then, you know, trying to go and redeem myself to be the good man that, um, Steve was told to be in Captain America, the first Avenger, you know, uh, if you're going to be anything, 
The reason why the serum took to you is to be a good man. You are a good man, and that's why the, the serum took the way it is, because the serum can go either way. That's why you got the Red Skull, you know. And I took a lot from that movie, you know. Taking There's just so many life lessons from all the movies together that we keep learning, we keep building, you know, as a person. And as these movies went along, I remember sitting at the first Avengers, I was like, no fucking way, no fucking way I would have sat there back when I was a little kid reading these books saying like, oh, there's going to be an Avengers movie, you know. And lo and behold, there I am, and the movie just blew me away. Fun fact, too, uh, my wife, well, girlfriend at the time, we watched a movie a week before, a uh, day before the uh, Chinese um, little crappy thing. And so when Coulson died, I remember everybody was like, oh, my God. And we're like, oh, shit. And, you know, my, I remember like crying. I was like, don't tell, don't tell, don't tell my brother because my brother's going to lose his shit that we watched it before him, you know, and. Because Avengers was a big deal, and this is the time when we went to the. Uh, that's when they did the six movie marathon. That's the only marathon I've ever done for a, uh, a movie. Oh, besides the Dark Knight, but that's different. Um, six movies is a lot of movies, and you think about twenty two movies. Hey, hey, hey! But it's just crazy when you think about the aspects of where that first Avengers was a thing, and then you know, then there's a second Avengers. Then you got Infinity War. And shit got real. You know, you're introduced to so many characters along the way. I remember when Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy was announced. I was like, what? And as a comic guy, I was like, really? Guardians of the Galaxy? Fucking floored, man. That movie was... Ugh. James Gunn just did something with that with that contents and making that team something so special. Then he did it again with Volume 2. I can't wait until Volume 3 because Disney made the right decision of bringing him back. And, just, you know, I most, like he emotionally got me with that second one. And I cried like a baby back bitch too. And you're going to notice that a lot when I talk about movies. I cry. I cry a lot because I just notice as I get older, that's just what happens. The first phase, then you go through the second phase, you know, I didn't like Iron Man 3 as much, but, you know, when we get to Endgame, you know, it's it's much, it's much a much bigger story. Growing up with Thor, growing up with Captain, you're seeing these characters grow up in this past 11 years of when this all started with Tony. And that's a beautiful thing, like, you see Captain, good old boy, good soldier, you know, all the way to now, the battle-worn, knowing that the government isn't all it's cracked up to be, and there's so much corruption and shit like that, and with Thor going from being like, I'm perfect, to where he ends up in Endgame, uh, you know... It's just, it's emotional, and then you see Tony, who was this, you know cocky guy and this and that and who just wants to save the world after knowing that he supplied a lot of the world with the weapons and this and that and the tech and how he has to fix everything and you know there's so much build up being introduced to Ant-Man where that movie got me too because you got Scott and his daughter's relationship and and you know, Ant-Man, too, was one of those movies, I was like, Ant-Man, are you serious? And boom, Ant-Man was great. You got the great Winter Soldier movie, the, the, the Captain America movie of Captain America movies, then they stepped it up again, and they did it with Civil War, and as somebody who's been reading comic books all my life, I'm like, what the, what the fuck? I'm getting everything I wanted, and some of, some of that resided in anger, too, because I was like, this is mine. This, you know, I used to get my ass kicked for reading comic books. I used to, you know, this, this, what the fuck, you know, now it's a thing. Like, nerdum is a thing. And recently, this past few days, I finally just like, you know what? With Endgame, it kind of made me see the bigger picture of like, you know, this is an event. This is something special that's only going to come 
fight ever in my lifetime to where everybody's on board and everybody is together on this. Everybody is happy. This movie is bringing so much positive vibes that I'm seeing it all over. And now I'm like stepping back and as a person and as a man and as somebody who's getting older, I'm just like, you know what? Yes. I should just embrace the culture instead of just being like, oh, it was mine. It was mine. Being, you know, I got to step back a moment. I got to get back in that element of like, you know what? This is the reason. I mean, you know, my, my kid. Then we got Captain Marvel. Got Black Panther. Fuck, man. Just Spider-Man finally comes home, you know, homecoming. And we got all these aspects and building to Infinity War. Then then taking half the heroes away. And, you know, then you got the Then the Captain Marvel movie came and I just lost my shit on that one, too. I know a lot of people have problems with Brie Larson, you know, I as a as the actress, but the movie itself was great. The movie itself was everything I wanted it to be as a fan and as somebody who just just literally loved that character because I, I got to give compliments where compliments is due. My homie Sean McFarlane, I hope you're listening to this. He was the one that gave me Miss Marvel. He's like, here you go. He goes, check this out. That she's she's bad fucking ass. I'm like, all right. Checked it out. I'm like, oh my God. Yes. And this is during the dark rain era when the dark Avengers was the thing. And ever since then, I love the character and the movie did it well. I didn't mind Brie Larson at all. I didn't mind her one bit. You know, people were like, oh, whatever. But fast forward where Endgame comes out, the premiere, we go to the fan fest. It's like 20 bucks a pop, 20, you know, and that was by accident because we we're going to do it in Cine One here at Harkins Theater in Flagstaff. And Cine One is like the real fancy one. You got like the bazillion speakers or whatnot and the huge screen. And, you know, but we got the fan event. I think that was on purpose. That was for a reason because we had my, uh, we had flicks on duty to get the tickets for Cine One and then didn't happen because they went on sale at 5 a.m. He woke up at 6 and then, you know, it was just like, oh, all the good seats are gone because we have a specific way we like to sit in the theater. We like to be at the bar or in Cine One it's at that railing or whatever, you know. But that was what we do and we did it for the Fan Fest as well. But, you know, we also got this really collectible coin and we're sitting in the theater with everybody who's, you know, their emotions are at peak. We're all there to see this Infinity Saga in. We're all there for this 11-year journey. Think about that. That 11-year journey ending here. This moment with my friends. This moment with my wife who's sitting by me. This moment with Flix who I've seen tons of movies with and had a beautiful, beautiful moment at the end of the film after we're crying our eyes out. You know, my home uh, Big Daddy, Phil, you know, his birthday was the next day, but he was there. You know, uh, uh, Flitz's friend Cody, he was there, and his wife was there. We're all there ready to partake in this. We all got a collectible coin. We're about to sit down and the movie is three hours long and it doesn't feel like that at all. I explained that in... um. The review we did with, uh, what I did with Flick, but the movie doesn't feel like that at all. When it starts, it fucking starts and it just, it, I can't explain the emotions that went through my mind with it because it just, it literally destroyed, in a good way, destroyed me emotionally. I'm just getting goosebumps thinking about it. Destroyed me emotionally in a good way. And, you know, I, I just the tidbits of what they wrapped up, this, so I think the best review line I heard was this was definitely uh, a sequel to Infinity War, but this was also a sequel to the entire MCU. There's still some questions unanswered. Sure, that's what happens, but you got to do what you got to do. But they touched on the ones that mattered and you start the movie off with cutting Thanos's head off and you're like, oh, shit. 
okay, then Avengers starts, and then five years later, and that even got me, I was like, holy shit, we're, t-, you know, and when they're talking about the quantum realm going to be the help for uh, going to the future, going to, you know, time traveling, a time heist, as Scott laid it out, and then the, the line was like, back to the future is a bunch of bullshit, you know, just those little minute things, and just the little way they're wrapping up stuff, you know, and giving Tony that beautiful moment with his dad, you know, when, when they went to the base in the 70s to get the Tesseract, and just that beautiful moment, getting the Hank Pym particles, and then giving, you know, Captain that little moment of seeing Peggy, and oh my god, and you know, then just all these emotions and then just revisiting these certain points of time with the first Avengers movie and then then the Russo brothers bringing them back for reshoots so they can do little things where they can have the past cells and the future cells interact with each other and done it so flawlessly and then we got a broken down Thor who's looks like the big Lebowski you know the looks like the dude which I didn't mind at all because it shows him as a broken man and having a beautiful moment with his mom you know, because she died in Thor the Dark World, but having that beautiful moment with her, having the idea of like, you know, and then losing Black Widow was a big one for me too, because, you know, she came in in Iron Man 2, and I love Scarlett Johansson, I always have, always will, and the way she went out giving herself for the Soul Stone, and um, like I said, a lot of spoilers, I that's why I gave it a week out, um, so... Just all these emotions are building. You're giving all these characters. You're, you're getting it. Then all the stones come back to the base. And the the brilliant part about it too is I remember when Thanos's head was cut off in the starting of the movie. Then I was like, oh shit! All right, well we killed Thanos. And then they're like, oh wait, past Thanos because um, Nebula connected with old Nebula when they went back in the past. And Thanos got to see everything that happens up to that point. Got to see his head getting chopped off. All of it. Like, he got to see it all. I was just tingling inside. Like, holy fuck. You know, he's he knows. He knows, everybody. Get out of here. Get out of here. He fucking knows. And so you fast forward that, you know, and he blows up the base and my emotions are high because I'm like, what the fuck? This just got real. And then, you know, Nebula going after the, the gauntlet after um they used it to bring everybody back. Because uh, Hulk, Smart Hulk, had to use it, which made me really happy. S- Professor Hulk, and just my emotions at this point are so high. I'm, I'm at that emotional high where I'm just like, "What the fuck is going on? What am I doing with myself? What is going on with life right now?" Because I don't know. I'm crying. I'm goosebumps and sharing this moment with my wife because she went and did a big rewatch and so she's emotionally caught up flicks is caught everyone's just like and that theater's popping you know then we get the fight with the uh, thor captain iron man taking on thanos probably one of the best fight scenes ever in a superhero movie and it's just going and then oh my god i'm just thinking about it. it's about to make me cry it's fucking captain getting Monier, you know, he's worthy in the tease of it since Age of Ultron when he barely nudged it. And Thor saying, like, I knew it. I'm just like, oh my fucking, that theater exploded. We're like, what the fuck? Yes, so much clapping. We're all together in this moment. That's, that's what's so fucking crazy is we're all together. We're here. This is our end game. In all definition of that title, it's our endgame right here. And then the big battle scene. Oh, my God. And finally getting Captain to saying, Avengers, assemble. And we're like, what the 
fuck, you know, I'm like, yes, and everyone gets a moment, the ladies get their moment, and then here comes Captain Marvel, she gets her moment, the Rooster Brothers need to be, I, someone needs to blow those guys, because with with thanks, I will do it, shit, I'll be thank you for this movie, oh, I just, oh my god, like, you, you gave everybody a moment to shine, everybody a moment to shine and then we finally get to the moment we've all not wanted but we knew it was going to happen but we didn't want it to happen we we're just all tied up tony sacrificing himself and the stones hitting the you know and him doing the snap and getting rid of every all the thanos's army just that emotion just him saying i am iron man that just right there, man, just how this universe started, just that moment of where Tony's like, it's a bodyguard, you know, in Iron Man one, he's like, what the hell? No one's going to believe this. And it, 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 and then he's just like, well, blah, 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 blah. You know, and then he's just like, you know what? Screw it. Takes off his glasses. I am Iron Man. Then ending it there with him saying, I am Iron Man. I can't recall. Cause I need, I need to go see the movie like 20 more times. Like I, in that emotion, I'm like, what the fuck? And he dies. And I took it as, you know, when Pepper's like, it's a, we'll, we'll be okay. You know, him and his daughter. Cause you find out Tony has a daughter after the five year thing and the, him losing and him saving the universe, saving the world. Tony has finally done what he needed to do and the ultimate sacrifice. And then by far one of the greatest funeral scenes and the history of sin. This is one of the greatest movies. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. This is one of the greatest movies I have ever seen. Just because the way it was played out with 11 years of material to all wrap up in this and three years, this, the emotional high uh, of everything and the funeral scene, the, the, the Russos cut up in the hill and showing everybody, you know, that there alone, like showing everybody and ending it right on Nick and just knowing like, this is it. This is where it all started. This is where it all begins. Everything comes full circle. And then they find, you know, then, then, um, uh, Steve goes and tries to give the, you know, he has to go put the stones back to get everything back in order. Cause uh, what professor Hulk promised to the ancient one and he leaves and they try to bring him back. And I, you knew it right there. He's like, no, this, this is the way we're going to have captain leave. And you get old Steve, and that got me all emotional too because you knew he finally got his life. He said it too. He said it right. God, I'm about to fucking cry. He got that moment of saying like, I finally got that life Tony always told me I needed to get. Tony told me to get a life. I finally did it. And then he gives the shield to, to Sam. And as a comic book guy, oh my goodness, that proved me up. Because Sam's cap as Captain Run is by far one of my favorites. You should read it. It's a really great run. Um, then get into Nod from Bucky, who was also captain, but I felt that was necessary. That was as, as a comic book guy with him saying like, yes, you are worthy. You are the next captain America, Sam, you are it. And then I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, um, he sees the ring, he sees his wedding ring and he goes, you can tell me about the girl. And then Steve just looks up and says, nope, no. And then just beautiful cuts. It's beautiful. I'm sorry. Beautiful cut, and then you finally see, like, rolling up to the house, the, just the camera alone, rolling up, and you hear the music play, and you know what you're going to get. You know it. You just know it deep down. And they finally got that dance with his girl. And it shows him slow dancing, and it's just, 
is by far one of the most beautiful things you'll ever see. And, and to end it right there, just the cherry on fucking top, just to give you that moment of closure and giving Captain his moment. Everybody to Tony. And, you know, when, when Tony and they, you know, the, the proof that Tony Stark has a heart and it's on top of the reef that's floating away, just everything in this movie. And at the end, I'm just like, what? The Russos did it. The Russo brothers fucking gave me something so spectacular that it will forever be a moment in my heart. It will forever be a moment in my history. And that's why that little picture, that little mean picture, whatever my wife sent, just really broke it down in my head and really gave me uh, a time to step back and reflect on my entire life and from when that first Iron Man movie to Endgame, you know, right now at the moment, I'm like, I don't care where we go. That's why I love that there was no end credit scene at all because I don't want to know the future now. I just want to be in this moment with everybody. Then having that little moment with um, Flicks turning to him and he, you know, saying, you remember when I said in Infinity War, I gave it nine out of 10 because there's no such thing as a perfect movie. I'm like, yeah. And he goes, I was just proven wrong. And nerd to nerd, guy to guy, we cried. I cried at that moment. I gave him the biggest hug because Flix is so goddamn condescending and, you know, ruthless and uh, uh, his reviews and shit like that. Like, he's a ruthless motherfucker. But, he, you know, right then and there, like, both of us had our little moment together. You know, Big Daddy didn't cry because that Big Daddy don't cry, but he, he loved it too. My wife absolutely was like... This is the movie, you know, all of us, you know, we were all together in that theater as one. And this was the biggest event of, of all time. Shit. You know, there's a lot of times, you know, yes, I got Star Wars coming. I don't want to probably be all emotional about that, but this is the end of the infinity saga that Kevin Feige, the, 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 the plant, there was a seed planted that they didn't know what was going to happen. Then it just grew and grew and grew and grew. And now we're here. You got the setup for Guardians Volume 3. We got Gamora back, but in a different way because you can't trade your, you know, you, when the soul, when you die for the soul stone, you literally die. And, Black Widow's gone, and then just making the emotion, the, the, the credits emotional, and everybody getting, that's been a part of this universe, and then having it with the main six signing off. You know, the signature, their names on the side, and them just standing there, then ending it properly with Robert Downey Jr. saying goodbye. Because I know Chris Evans is done. Chris Hemsworth is off with the Guardians. Hopefully he shows up there, but it's just like, we got this moment of saying goodbye. Goodbye to this beautiful, amazing thing. There's a few flips and flops here. But as a whole, when you look back, that movie has made every other movie so much more personal. And that's fucking amazing. Because I got back, we, we automatically put in Infinity War immediately right after that. You know, and then all of a sudden I was crying then. I was crying in tears. And I'm just like, oh my God. And there we go. The experience of a lifetime. My end game. And now I got a beautiful wife, got a beautiful kid. My kid wants to go watch Captain Marvel. She's been dressing up as her lately. So now I just got to embrace the fandom. I just got to embrace it now as somebody who just loves all of this. And I'm glad you got to sit with, hear, hear this guy about, you know, I'm already, I got some tears in my eyes. My eyes are all puffy. Like the next day it was funny because I was at work and my boss was like, man, your eyes are all puffy. How come? I was like, oh, I was crying so hard last night and like at a movie i'm like it's more than just a movie to me it'll forever be more than just a movie to me um yeah uh thank y'all uh for listening 
This is uh, this week's uh, the social event, a little shorter than usual, um, but I just wanted to share my story. I wanted to share my experience and share you my end game in all definition, my my journey to here and everything I've been through. You know the ups, the downs, but what these movies all entangled in my life meant when we finally got to the end game. And yeah, I am KMB, the sexy ninja. And this is the social vent. We'll see you. Well, you'll hear us next week. And that is it. Thank you. Oh, and when in doubt, fuck your couch.